0: On today's episode of Sideline Banter, we bring back Right Swipe, Left Swipe, and react to the 49ers and the Premier League. Then we discuss last night's Heavy Bachelorette episode as things get juicy going into the hometowns. We also introduce a brand new segment called Would You Rather, where we react to listener-submitted stories on a topic you voted for. And we finish things off with Top Banz on breakdancing becoming an Olympic sport. Let's get into it. Hello, hello. Welcome to Sideline Banter. Episode 7. Holiday season in full swing. Pretty much right now, full swing. The
1: lights are up. Everyone's getting ready. Feels a little weird this time around, though. It sucks. I know. Have you ordered all your gifts yet? Not even close, dude. Me neither. Didn't do anything on Black Friday. (laughs) I'm so
0: behind. My coworker, like, reminded me today at work, and she was like, you better order all your stuff now, because you can't get it in the stores. And so... Amazon's gonna be back to up, FedEx, UPS, all back up. oh, so there. I didn't even think in. about
1: that. What is it? Like two weeks out too, huh? Yeah. God, I
0: fucked. mean, <laughs> I think if you order everything before like the eleventh or the twelfth, you should be good. Fingers crossed.
1: Uh, that stresses me out. Just think about it. Know, one have, like, more, one days. more thing to stress <laughs> about, man. Damn it.
0: <laughs> very true. Very true. But to kick things off, we want to give a huge shout out to our third subscriber now. Number three. Number three. That's three in a row. Andrew Pantoha, thank you very much, man. Thank we you, Fat
1: Toha. Always giving me uh. He's always critically uh, giving me feedback every
0: single episode, but I know it comes out of love. We love the feedback too. Keep it coming. Thanks, yeah, that, Yeah,
1: thanks for listening, bro. Really appreciate it. Miss you. I haven't seen this fool in a long-ass time. Me neither, I saw him man. like every single day in college, and this dude just goes off to SoCal and don't see him anymore.
0: Well, glad you're saying uh, connected with us, man, and we appreciate your support.
1: Yes, brother. Thank you very much.
0: And if anyone else wants to support us also, the link is below the description of, of our episode descriptions on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Go ahead and click that link. It'll direct you straight to our support website link type thing. Or you can go on anchor.fm slash sideline banter and click on support.
1: Yes, sir. You know the deal. All right. Let's get into this podcast.
0: Hell yeah. We, we're bringing back a segment we haven't done in a while. What right. is
1: that? What is that?
0: Right swipe, left swipe.
1: All oh, those good sound effects, man. I missed them. I missed, I missed, them, missed them too. <laughs> good to have them back.
0: All right. Well, the very first topic on right swipe left swipe is a controversial one going on right now in the Bay Area. It's Robert Sala. Should he stay in San Francisco as the defensive coordinator or leave for a head coaching job?
1: Shit, bro. I mean, I hope he takes another head coaching head coaching job. But uh, let me. I'll swipe right on this. I want him to get another head coaching job because because I don't think the Niners. I don't know. I think they're going to be fine without Robert Saleh. I've always been like critical about him. I've always thought that he uh, he always has these sus formations. He's always in these really sus uh, schemes and he doesn't make good mid game adjustments. I've always said this. And this year, you know, everyone's on the whole top head coaching candidate hype. I mean, if I wasn't supporting another team, I wouldn't want them to hire Robert Saleh. I've seen enough where I'm like, I don't think as a head coach he would be, I don't know how to say this, I don't think he'd be a really effective head coach just the things i see in san francisco man like there's no pass rush this year granted yes injuries totally understand but other than carrie Hyder, no one's been getting to the quarterback mr armstead he's got the money that buckner was supposed to get he's been awful this year they get killed like the last game against buffalo they got killed in zone dude they were running zone the whole entire game and it wasn't until like the third or fourth quarter where they moved to man and that was like a disaster within itself i can see why they were in zone the whole game but um that's what I'm saying, man. This guy, this guy doesn't make a lot of mid-game adjustments.
0: I couldn't agree with you more. The only place I'm going to disagree is that I hope, I want him to leave. So, damn. I'm gonna, I'm gonna left swipe on that because I think he was so successful last year because of the pass rush. He didn't really have to focus on coverages and man-to-man because the pass rush got to the quarterback so effectively down after down, and there was so much pressure on the quarterbacks that now that there isn't, his schemes. And the secondary are really, really showing how awful he is at uh, picking his schemes and picking schemes for specific quarterbacks like Josh Allen. We saw him just absolutely tear up that defense. Not
1: even by his legs, too. Everyone thought that he was going to tear the Niners up with his legs. Didn't even use them. Just specifically just throwing in the pocket.
0: Uh, No pass rush whatsoever and he just found the little holes in the zone that we were playing and
1: very easy for him Yeah, no adjustments at all, man I would love a quarterback like Josh Allen to be quarterbacking the Niners that guy looked so Awesome, and I remember I watched uh, one of their uh, primetime games earlier in the year and I tweeted out like in October I said Josh Allen's gonna cook the Niners defense and saw that tweet. (laughs) I was right I (laughs) just knew it was gonna happen like just a recipe for disaster man. Dude's huge. He's like six four six five Yeah, he's really fast. He's mobile can create with his arm and his leg. It was just going to – I knew for Robert Sala this was going to create matchup uh, nightmares just because he's not a good schemer. I, I honestly no, don't not. think he's good at scheming a defense. And so you were talking about their secondary. I agree, dude. This team, for, I've been saying it for years. They need to invest in the secondary the way they invested in their pass rush these Absolutely. past few years. Take a corner or a nickel safety, you know. At least in the top three rounds every single year top four rounds, you know top three maybe a little too much But at least in the top four rounds take a corner take a safety This team has not been investing in their secondary Uh, The last high draft pick was witherspoon. They took him in the second round. He's a flop. He kind of sucks Marcel (laughs) Harris inconsistent very on and off like not a guy that I want in my secondary week in and week out Dante Johnson, bro. He's been around since 2014. They got him in the fourth round He was getting cooked all game long and then I think Richard Sherman's washed, bro. Like I hate to say it, I really like the kind of leader he is on defense. I like his uh attitude. Like I like, I just love him as a player. But I just think this is the year where he's really taking a big turn. And I think he's a uh, age is catching up to him.
0: It really showed too in the Bills game. Really showed that he was struggling to keep out there. And you know he's been injured the season yeah, yeah it's, it's tough coming he's back he's older he's been
1: like coming off injury he had torn acl yeah, earlier it wasn't was achilles or an acl was one of those
0: two it was, it was a bad one
1: though. yeah, yeah and I, so i think it was an achilles that's why seattle uh, uh parted ways with yeah him. yeah
0: that's right
1: but the report came out that he's probably not going to re-sign with the niners it showed like age is catching up that's a position where once you get older it's really really hard to be a starter in the league as you go yeah. with age as being in uh, a corner at least being a safe i've moved him to safety maybe but
0: I don't know. I mean
1: when really it comes undersized, to, I think, for safety.
0: Undersized for safety and I think age is catching up to him. He's not as fast. He's not as agile. Uh his hips don't really move the same way and that really showed when he was trying to play man. Like yeah, he was it was hard to watch. I
1: mean the Super Bowl too, he was getting cooked all day long. Oh yeah, Tyree kills um,
0: just cooked him.
1: <laughs> and then that just leaves us with uh, Ward and Tart, which Probably are the best secondary picks the Niners have had in recent memory. The only problem is they're never they're never, they're never healthy. They're always hurt. Yeah. There's always missing time every single year. I don't think Jimmy Ward has played a full 16 games yet in his career. I don't think so. I think, he, I think he's missed a game at least every single season. So you see what I mean. They don't invest in their secondary that much. And it really shows Like that that defensive line really, really masked the deficiencies in the secondary with the Niners and Robert Solitt. And if if they're not getting to the quarterback or putting pressure on the quarterback, it's game over.
0: Yeah, and just bringing it back to Robert Sala, like I don't think I would have had much of a problem with him against the, in the Bills game if he made an adjustment mid game. If he tried something different, you know, they got cooked. Did he make changes? No. Would we have played better if he did? We don't know for sure. We have no idea. But that's the problem is that he didn't try and he didn't have a response to Josh Allen.
1: There were plenty of opportunities to get back into that football game. Numerous third downs. And what was driving me crazy is that they weren't blitzing on these third downs. Every yeah. single time they were dropping back in a zone and Josh Allen easy out route. The out route was open. Everything underneath was open, open. all game long because I think they knew they had like a little an aging secondary, not as good secondary. Again, they were missing some of their best secondary players. Yeah. Kwan Williams, Emmanuel Mosley. They weren't playing. I mean, are they much of an upgrade? Very inconsistent players in my yeah. opinion. But Especially they were missing North their League. best corner. So they were giving them everything underneath because they didn't want to beat over get beat over the top. But as you saw, they keep dropping back into zone on third down. You just have to bring the blitz. And I think it was the third and goal early in the third quarter. They yeah. ran the blitz on the third and goal. Fourth down, they kicked a field goal. Right. I don't know why they weren't bringing more pressure on third downs. And it was driving me nuts, too. And this is what I meant. Like, solid just does not make good mid-game adjustments. And I've been saying this such a long time. Yeah. And it's been just clouded by this whole, oh, he's the next head coach, top head coaching candidate. Overrated, in my opinion. Now, am I okay with him still being the defensive coordinator of the 49ers once everyone's healthy? Sure. I mean, the team went to the Super Bowl last year. Had one of the best defenses. Granted, that's a lot of first-round talent on the defensive line. Right. But... If, you know, he's like a system coordinator, you know. <laughs> I would be it's, more than happy to have him be a system coordinator and, you know, go to the Super Bowl with, like, talent. But it shows once the team is not healthy, it gets a little eerie. And, I mean, they've been just beating up on bad teams. Look at their wins this year, man.
0: Yeah, like, but aside from the Rams. Uh, yeah, you know, sweeping the
1: Rams. It just looks like they have their number. And yeah. their quarterback, though, Jared Goff, isn't, I think, really – up to par with jimmy g honestly (laughs) really (laughs) i think him and jimmy g are like really similar Mm, um they're both just you know below average quarterbacks in my opinion so not an impressive win jets darnold doesn't matter you know they were weak one of the weakest teams in nfl history uh the giants you know with daniel jones so those are their wins you know and then then you have golf and then you have cam newton in new england but again like not an impressive win when they face good quarter my point being when they face like above average quarterbacks the defense does not look good and they lose ball games
0: and i think that's also due to us not having a pass rush i think that plays a big part in Robert Sala's defensive scheme is that the the secondary can cover the zones as long as the quarterbacks rush and has to make a decision but if the quarterback has time to make a decision he can pick that defense up any day of the
1: week i think it just really shows how Bad the forty nine er secondary is yeah. that pass rush was able to cl- like cloud up that deficiency pretty well last year because they were getting to the quarterback so often, pressures so yeah. often,
0: and it just forced the quarterbacks to make bad throws or rush decisions. And now that that's picks, not there, yeah, the secondary is just struggling.
1: Yeah, and I mean, bad. you just it's so hard to single people out in the sport of football because everything is so intertwined. It's like a true team sport. Defensive oh, yeah. line doesn't get to the quarterback; they have more time to throw puts your secondary in a bad position. Secondary gets beat right away. Put your defensive line in a bad position. We had no chance to get to the quarterback and then you have yeah. your linebackers of course who are supposed to cover the whole middle of the field up. So it's really like a symphony honestly, but with the Niners they're just very off balanced. And I mean the injuries don't help at all. This season's done in my opinion. Let's just get yeah. through. It. Let's just lose out these games. Let's just get through it. Get that draft pick. Let's get a quarterback and let's get a good corner man. Like let's Let's really start beefing up these uh, these positions that we're deficient at. So when we get healthy, we can be back to being the bullies that we were last year.
0: Yeah, I couldn't agree with you more. I think we
1: hit the nail on the head on that one. All right, man. Let's move on to some Premier League. Mm. As usual, it's bad news with Arsenal. And <laughs> every, every time we talk about Premier League in this show, Arsenal is like fucking some shit up. So why don't we just start this next one with? Uh, I guess I'll answer it first since I'm the Arsenal fan. Uh, the next one is whether a swipe right on Mikel Arteta being out. Give me a left swipe on that. People are being dramatic. I understand. I'm one of the biggest clubs in the world, the results are demanded week in and week out. The team is still going through a rebuild, though. We shouldn't become Manchester United, in my opinion, and start dumping managers up left and right, left and right every single year. You need to get a system in place, all right. You had a system with a guy who was there for twenty plus years, right? He's there for like twenty years. It's time that, you know, a new culture needs to be instilled. You know, they're they're going through some downturn. Yeah, you get used to making Champions League 15 straight years. Like, yeah, very impressive. But there's someone new at the helm now. And let him get time to really develop his squad. Yes, 15th place it looks awful. But still, 20-plus games left to be played in the season. There's so much left. Managers are going to go through their um their rough patches. And I feel like... Just give Arteta some more time, you know, give him a little bit more time. I know the leashes for Premier League managers are short, like traditionally, but in this case, he's already won something with the team in such a short amount of time through chaos. Let's give this man some time. I think he's earned it.
0: Yeah, I I actually agree with you on this one. I think it's way too early that they just don't have their identity yet. You know, they they had their identity last year in having a top-tier striker in Aubameyang. He led the league in goals and they had a player to play through, a player to play off of, and kind of just like a frontman. But this year, they don't have that. So Aubameyang's not in the same form as he was last year. No one really has taken over that role yet, so they're struggling to find their identity. And so I think once they really find out who they are and how they play and a style that they can all adapt to and, and mesh well with, they'll be, they'll be the arsenal that they were last year. But it, it's going to take some time. And so I wouldn't just jump the gun on Arteta yet either. So. Yeah, I think they just have to really work on finding their
1: identity. Then you got like troops and some of these like big Arsenal fans, like the the popular ones on social media, who are yeah. like Arteta out. And I'm like, dude, too early, too early. I think they're just doing it for the cloud, honestly, because it just doesn't make sense to to get rid of them after like ten games. They just won the FA Cup, and like you know, the roster is still like they're, they're still turning it over. You know, there's a lot of old players that were in the old system that they need to turn over and really bring in some new talent. They did you still with party. He's awesome, man. Like, he's a great player when he's healthy. He's been banged up recently. They still need someone in the middle to, like, take over that Ozo role, like a traditional number 10. That's why I think the team's been struggling so much. They haven't been scoring goals. There's no creativity. Uh, defensively, I honestly feel like they've improved a lot. Uh, Gabriel's been awesome. He's been he's a been great center back. Yeah. yeah. So I think they're really starting to figure out their back line. You know, Bellerin has been kind of pissing me off, but Tierney, Gabriel, Rob Holding is good enough for now. I think they're waiting to see what happens with Saliba, whether they're going to set him out on loan or whether he's going to play with the squad. He's only like 18, 19 years yeah, old. he's still young. So I think in the back, I think they're doing actually just fine. It's just that, that number 10 role, that and center attacking mid they
0: need. I think that's why Arteta has been screwing around the formation so much, going with like a 4-5-1 or a 3-4-3. He's trying to crowd that middle to see if he can overcrowd it. That, that'll create a creative opportunities. But it just, it just hasn't yet. I think you really just need a solid number 10 who's creative. I mean, that
1: game against Spurs, it was just so frustrating because they weren't creative. And I was literally calling out what they were going to do. It was so obvious. It was push the ball to the left, attack down the left side, cross, attack down the left side, cross.
0: It That's all they have right now.
1: so repetitive. Like, they had nothing in the middle. Doesn't help that party got hurt in the end of the, end of the first half, and then no. he had to get pulled off. Just a disaster from there.
0: But, I mean, um, putting your best player in bombing on the wing create something is an issue when he should clearly be up top and if you don't have great wingers that's fine but you should have the creativity to ping the ball around and find space on the wings to push the ball up and then put a cross in or switch it something to, to create some space and opportunities and They've been struggling with that and they just kind of force the ball down the wings and it's it's hard to watch sometimes. I think
1: William just been a very big disappointment like he had those three assists in the first game and Everyone's like damn like, you know, this is gonna be a great addition. And he's just gone cold He hasn't done anything since Sokka is he's good man, but he's he's young. He's still young and I feel like he needs some more time to develop. He's great And Then you have Pepe who's suspended right now, but they really need him to step up That's the man who they paid 72 72 million euros for in transfer window This is the guy they really need to step up and um it's just a very rough patch with Arsenal, but I think they just need to find that, that replacement for Ozil, that creativity in the middle of the field. Absolutely. They have party. They have the spine now. The spine is there. They just need to find that guy to create, and that's why they wanted O.R. in, yeah. um, in the transfer window. They yeah. were aggressively approaching him, so, and they, so they know clearly that it's a deficiency within the team, and it's a hole they need to fill. They know Xhaka and Ceballos aren't going to fill those holes. Xhaka's so. is definitely
0: not an attacking-minded player by any means. I think I'm he's done just like with a Xhaka, bro. Holding, like that guy doesn't—he
1: doesn't, he doesn't <laughs> bring enough to the team. Like I don't know why Arteta begged him to stay after the whole like thing with the fans last year. He—he's a good like tough player. I don't mind him coming off the bench, but he doesn't get paid to come off the bench. He no, gets yeah. paid to be, you know, a, a strong player in the midfield
0: so absolutely well so so going from a team that's clearly missing a few pieces and needs some to find their identity really and they just needs a better number 10 going over and shifting to a team that really might have too much and is kind of forcing players into positions that they don't need to be i'm talking about chelsea of course
1: i was very you took it gently you could have made that transition much much more painful (laughs) than
0: it needed to be no i i'm feeling easy (laughs) on you man i don't want to i want (laughs) to just bash on arsenal just yet <laughs> they might turn around and actually end up beating chelsea if they get their shit together so i'm <laughs> You're gonna a long I'm way gonna, from gonna, that one buddy i want to butt in my words <laughs> but um yeah so the the next question is chelsea are they good enough to win the league and okay i'm gonna swipe right on this because i'm a chelsea fan of course and i, I truly believe that with all the talent they have and when christian pulisic is healthy i don't think anybody can stop him
1: uh, i agree they have a lot of talent um no denying that. I think peep their uh, core is really starting to mesh. They're getting some more chemistry. That was
0: the big problem early on in the season. It was obvious that was going to happen. They brought in so yeah. many new pieces. So many um, attacking pieces. I didn't know where Mason Mount was going to fit. But I didn't know where uh, Kai Havers was going to fit. You know, obviously you have Timo Runner up top, Ziyech on the right, and Pulisic on the left. We get it, bro. But you have
1: a good team, all right. We get it. I know, but I'm just saying. <laughs> where,
0: where do you put Kai Havertz? Where do you put Mason Mount? And I think they, as Frank Lampard, at least, has done a good job at fitting everybody and making sure talent's always on the field attacking. And yeah. uh, shit, I, I think we might win the league.
1: No, of course they have a they have an opportunity to win the league. I feel like on paper when we saw them that. We've said we said like yeah, this is probably the the year they take a step to win the league last year They weren't even supposed to no one even projected them in the top four last year I don't know how they're how supposed to be a rebuilding year and now they just spent all that money that they've been saving up Yeah, man, like them in city I would say liverpool, but they have some pretty big injuries back there with yeah. gomez and van dyke so we'll see how long they can hold that off for but It would have been a really good a really cool three-way race with liverpool chelsea and city um, we'll see if Liverpool holds on to it. I don't know.
0: I mean, Spurs, too. They're they're number
1: one right now. I didn't so. really want to b- bring that up. <laughs> Spurs does look good now, but I don't know. We'll see. It's a, it's a long season with it Spurs. Is. And, you know, they're historically the team. You know, they'll lead you on early on in the year and then or even late in the year. And then they'll just go on like it a quick downturn and, then, and choke. Yeah. They do look much more organized. They do look like they're really getting used to Mourinho's system. I'll give them that. But even the game against Arsenal, dude, like, yeah, they won 2-0, but did they win like convincing, it wasn't two a convincing zero? win? I'll give you that. Yeah, like Arsenal was dominating that game. And yeah. I I just knew that was gonna every time we fucking play Mourinho, bro. Like I just know Arsenal's gonna dominate the game like, at <laughs> the first 30 minutes of the game, and some one bullshit bounce or some like unlucky chance, they're gonna capitalize on yeah. it. That's yeah. That's what that game was. Then They only had two shots the whole game, Spurs. And it was the two goals all encountering. They just sat back. Mourinho's been killing Arsenal for years doing this. Now is that a sustain- maybe be a sustainable way to beat Arsenal? Is it a sustainable way to beat the top teams in the league over the no, course of a year? Absolutely
0: not. If you play that way against Liverpool or Man City, they will wreck you with their talent, speed, and physicality. Yeah, it's not a sustainable. Mourinho way back at in all. the
1: day, I think, with some of the other squads that he won with, had a little bit more talent. I think with Spurs, he doesn't have that same talent. I mean, they have been making buys in, in the transfer windows and everything, but they don't have that talent that the cities, the Liverpools. The Chelseas have, you know.
0: Yeah. So, but I, I still think they can get the job done. Like, if I had to predict a top four, I'd definitely put the Spurs up there. Maybe not winning it. Put them but at four, probably. I I have them at three. I have Liverpool at four. Wow. So I got I got Chelsea winning it with Man City coming in second, and then I got the Spurs and then Liverpool.
1: I don't even want to think about it, man, because I'm just so sick that Arsenal is like <laughs> down there. But um. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that's not a bad top four. I mean, I hope, hope Spurs is not part of it. Hopefully Leicester or Wolves, one of those teams can...
0: I wouldn't mind Leicester.
1: Everton, maybe. One of those teams make a I'm, little run.
0: I actually have Aston Villa at five.
1: Oh, yeah, I remember. You've been sitting yeah. on this hot take, guys. You don't understand. This guy's been sitting on this hot take <laughs> for like two months now. He's been wanting to say it for so long. He finally was able to fit it into the show.
0: Jack Grealish is just <laughs> one of the best number tens that I've ever seen play. Like, he's so... Fl- like Okay, maybe not best I've ever seen, but his flair and creativity is just beyond me.
1: Just throw right. him an Arsenal, bro. That's exactly what we That's need. exactly what Arsenal needs.
0: <laughs> Honestly, if you have Jack Grealish in your squad, you're coming in five. Shh. Absolutely. Five, bro. As
1: if like the your top 4 was the expectation this year <laughs> five hopeful already. Unbelievable.
0: Oh man. Well, right. let's uh let's shift gears a little bit and go into boxing with uh you think Floyd Mayweather versus uh who is it? Logan Paul? <laughs>
1: <laughs> who is it? Um yeah, dude Clout fight. Like, come on. Yeah. I think we all know Mayweather's going to win this fight.
0: Uh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. It's- whether it's going to be. You, okay well here's a question do you think it's gonna be like a knockout or a tko or it's gonna go to decision
1: i hope it's a tko or like a knockout but i don't know i feel like floyd's gonna take it a little bit easier on him i don't know it depends how what what logan says to him beforehand but um well you
0: know logan's gonna talk trash and you know I floyd's gonna so, talk dude. back to gain that publicity they want to sell those paper i don't know bro i've
1: been i've been ripped off by floyd mayweather way too many times in my <laughs> life dog and i don't know i feel like this is his last dance <laughs> like I'm i feel Jay, like i got a 10-part documentary uh, mayweather's doing a celebrity logan. (laughs) fight with logan paul bro this is his last dance
0: i definitely feel like (laughs) he's gonna just tire out logan paul and then in like the seventh or eighth round just like go ape shit on him. kind of like the mcgregor fight exactly just give him the
1: first round on purpose
0: (laughs) test his endurance a little bit and kind of wear him out but we'll see that's going to be an exciting fight to watch because i absolutely hate logan paul did you order it
1: no i didn't order it i haven't ordered i have have a buddy ordered it already i don't know 25 bucks early bird then it goes up to 40 after a million buys and i think Day of is like 60 60 or something like that. I'm not paying fucking 60 bucks (laughs) to watch Mayweather beat up on some YouTuber, dude. No.
0: I mean, you could always stream it, but like, I don't know. If if the fight gets clout, enough clout, I might buy the pay-per-view. Nah, dude. I might. Just because I want to see Logan Paul get his ass kicked, even though I know how Mayweather fights...
1: I still have a bitter taste in my mouth from ordering that Mayweather Pacquiao fight, bro. It was like 80 bucks. <laughs> you ordered so, that?
0: Yeah, dude. It was such a bad fight. It was like 80
1: bucks. Went to decision. No real excitement at all. It was the most hyped up fight I've ever seen in my life. And then yeah. the McGregor one, I think we had a house order that as like yeah, a rush event. Right so like I wasn't really salty about that because I didn't really pay for it. But the Pacquiao Mayweather one, if I paid for the Mayweather and McGregor one too, I probably would have been kind of salty too. That was pretty like, that was obvious a, what was going right, to happen. Yeah. This is the same thing, dude. Mayweather fights aren't sexy, dude. I've been ripped off by that guy so many times. I'm done paying pay-per-view for Floyd Mayweather fights. I've
0: actually never bought a pay-per-view. I've always streamed everything. So part of me is So government, is look at him right here, government. <laughs> yeah, my name is Keanu Huggie. Get it, I've his, never his, paid. I, his IP
1: address, get it. This fucker never pays for fights. That's try, <laughs> I try to support our economy, bro.
0: oh god you know what i might buy this one part of me just wants to buy it just because i never have bought one and i feel like 25 bucks isn't isn't terrible compared to 60 so we'll yeah. see we'll see what happens I mean, we all know
1: what's gonna happen hopefully you know what's gonna happen Mayweather's gonna let it go to like the uh, decision is you have a real future in this uh <laughs> in this game kid like can you imagine they're just hugging and shit i'm gonna be so salty that's what, he, that's do with like Maywe- well,
0: that's what he did with, uh, with mcgregor he like yeah, they like bro. hugged after the fight well, and they're like oh that. you're the truth you're the truth it's like, basically <laughs> just hugging
1: him to be like yeah we ripped you guys the fuck <laughs> off like look at this they're just like throwing it in your face like you actually paid Pretty money to, like we hate we don't hate each other
0: it's like let's have a drink in the back like we pulled it off like oh 100 probably like party together dude it's bullshit
1: fighting pay-per-view fighting has become bullshit a little bit yeah all right so let's let's move from, from one kind of fighting to a different kind of fighting how about the fight for tasha's heart do you like do that you was like, smooth that like wow. transition
0: okay okay i was I in see the shower and i
1: kind of thought about that one when i was like thinking about the show's rundown yeah right that was that was pretty smooth
0: that's pretty smooth i'll <laughs> give you like, props on that one
1: all right let's go into uh bachelorette uh we are not going to draft live on this show but right now i can tell you what our teams were we picked right before Save some time. We're all about efficiency here. It's 2020, guys. <laughs> um, my team this week coming up on Hometown Week, again, we picked four guys. Um, I got Zach, Ivan, Riley, and Noah.
0: And I got Ben, Brendan, Blake, and Ed.
1: And so we'll see what happens, who we're going to get on the Hometown Dates next week. Um, last This last episode, I beat you 95 to 57.
0: Yeah, that was bad. So Spencer let me down. It's
1: getting really ugly. Yeah, so last week... Just to recap, I had Zach, Blank, Ben, Noah, Adit had Ivan, Riley, Brendan, Spencer. So, Spencer, the only one out of the bunch to go. For once, though, only one person went home, you know.
0: That's true. Usually, it's one of us. Yeah.
1: So, it didn't end up well for you, though, in this case.
0: I, um, I like my team this week, though. I I, I believe in the, the three Bs of Ben, Brendan, and Blake. What about Ed? Yeah, fuck Ed. Honestly, <laughs> I, I didn't have a choice with Ed. So, I had the last pick, and Ed was the only person left. So... <laughs> I have Adam Schefter on my team. Yeah, <laughs>
1: Shefty. Uh, watch Ed just like make a miraculous comeback, like one we've never seen before. Just took him <laughs> half the season, but you know he just breaks out of his shell. Oh God. <laughs> um. All right, let's talk about some of the topics, some of the stuff that happened last night. First and foremost, Noah stays
0: alive. Yeah, man.
1: <sighs> by the by, the whisker of his teeth, he stays alive. Um, I gambled on him last week, picking him. He was my last pick last yeah, week, you did gamble and I was like, you know what? I have a feeling Noah's gonna
0: survive it. And you could at, afford the gamble. I couldn't afford the gamble. <laughs> at
1: first, I was nervous because you know she sent Bennett home. She comes back. She's like, don't smile. Like you have to earn it. Kind of like you know, I don't think like you're ready for marriage. She was kind of like challenging. Yeah, him. Yeah.
0: When she said that, I was like, oh shit. She like just don't send him home. Him.
1: Don't send him home. But I think she was like challenging him. That challenging him. That's the way it like came out. Yeah. And so he got that rose which is nice. And I feel like Noah's no longer really the villain anymore. I feel like he's been portrayed as the villain up until this point. I think now he's slowly breaking out of his shell, being shown as a kind of like a nicer guy.
0: Yeah, it's kind of up to him to prove himself now, right? No one's really going to fuck with him anymore because they saw what happened to Bennett, and everyone's going to kind of respect him, even if they they, won't, they don't want to. But he's just a younger guy that they're going to have to deal with, and he's going to do him, and everyone else is going to just focus on them. And I think that's that's what needed to happen. I'm I'm so over Chasing and Ed bickering. I'm so over Bennett and Noah. Like I just want to see what the guys have and what they can bring. So <laughs> okay, I'm Tasha, all for it. Shit. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um. Yeah, I I agree with you though. Yeah, Noah. I don't. I've always liked him. You know, I've never was part of the the crew like, oh fuck him, like he's an asshole. I always thought he was like, he's just smart. Like he dropped that bomb on them like at a smart time, very calculated. I think he's gonna do well. I I do. I don't think he's gonna win because of his age in the long run. But, hey, he's doing for, as well as a 25-year-old can do. I picture, like, you know, if I was on the show, if I got onto hometowns, like, I'd be happy with my performance.
0: Oh, shit. If he gets onto hometowns, I'm just gonna, I don't even know.
1: I think he is, dude. We'll see. We'll see. He, um, he's been putting up a much stronger case. Uh, I think it just comes down to how their conversations go, but... I like Noah. I, I feel like he's not no, I don't, I don't mind not, he's not all, the man. asshole that everyone thought he was. Yeah, I'm proud that I've always been in that congregation.
0: Um, We're all Noah stands now, so it's all good.
1: Let's uh, talk about your team now with Spencer. Uh, are you surprised that he got the boot so early? I mean, he got the first impression rose. Like It yeah. feels like years ago, right? So I was
0: a little shocked, but I kind of had that feeling in the back of my head because he hadn't been relevant in a while, in a couple of weeks. And so I could see him going home, but I definitely did not, like, I wasn't, like, 100% like, oh, he's going to go home. I definitely thought he was going to make a comeback and spend some more time with Tasha, But he just kind of fell off, didn't he? Yeah, and he, it's really
1: surprising to me because usually the person who gets the first impression rolls, like, I feel like historically that person makes it really form really the fun. show. I mean, yeah. it's the first impression. The fact that you know nothing happened after that first impression rose was a little bit awkward to me. I don't think I've ever really seen that.
0: Well, I, we've never really seen Spencer dive into anything deeper than "Where are you from? What do you do?" Yeah, you I know, mean, like,
1: we don't know because like the producers they cut so much, right? The yeah, editors they cut yeah. so much, so they might have just cut all his conversations out. We don't know.
0: But I mean, that's for a reason. If they if they showed all these other deep conversations, you know, it Clearly, probably he's probably really dry. Exactly. Or I don't know. I can kind of tell too, so just from him talking like the way he like holds himself he's definitely like shy and humble but like reserved and So yeah. maybe that's why taisha was like all right if you're not going to open up to me then i have all these other guys who are going to open up to me and totally
1: and then speaking of reserved what about zach so we i was a little worried about him because i picked him first last week and for me zach has always like been my front runner in my yeah, opinion yeah. like is he my favorite i don't think he's my favorite guy but do i think he's the favorite with taisha i honestly i think he is just from the beginning yeah and um he's continuing to trend up We were a little worried last week. I was worried about this whole cheating thing that they uh, previewed in the trailer. But we said last week, it's just a trailer. It's meant to skew you a certain way. And what do you know? When he admitted to cheating and they pulled him off to the side after the... um, after the polygraph group date, yeah. Zach's like, yeah, I cheated on my sixth grade girlfriend, you know, I took her to the bowling alley and we like French kissed her.
0: The dramatics, dude. I oh know, right? And
1: then it was so funny and I saw that and I was like, oh man, like that kind of relieved me in a way when I'm like, a Zach's still a front runner but then it also worried me a little bit because I've been so with Zach and I was going into this week thinking I was like, I was thinking that Zach has to, you know, overcome this little hill about cheating with uh, Taisha. That didn't end up happening so now in my head, I'm thinking, well, Zach and Tasha's road has also been very similar to Ben's.
0: Ben's, the other front runner.
1: Very quiet at first, kind yeah. of more reserved. Comes out of his shell. Both have a lot of chemistry together. So now what I said about Ben last week, why I think he won't win, I'm not going to lie. Some of that doubt is kind of creeping in with me and Zach.
0: Really? Mm-hmm. I, think, I think Ben and Zach are pretty even though, you know, because they both... Have had kind of a dark past and a dark history that they had to overcome, and they both shared it with Taysha. Yeah. So I think that kind of levels them on the playing ground. In common,
1: a lot of them in common.
0: Oh yeah, and I think Taysha's gonna have a real hard time choosing whether she likes Zach or Ben and who she has a better connection with. I think it's ultimately gonna come down to who she has a better time with, which is also pretty pretty damn hard to decide between. Yeah. But
1: I mean, she has a lot of chemistry with Zach. Like. Oh yeah. They're always like making out. They're always like all over each other. Like there's a lot
0: of chemistry and a lot of sexual, lot of sexual tension yeah. like
1: brewing between them where with Ben... Yeah, it's there, but I just feel like I see it more with Zach.
0: Yeah, and let's not forget like the hometown visits completely skewed. That's, That's a huge one. Oh, That's a huge one too. And Zach yeah. was
1: getting really emotional when they talked about how hometowns were coming. up. He started crying on the spot. Got yeah. points for that. Um, <laughs> he started crying. <laughs> Reminded me. Yeah. He got. He started crying like right on the spot. So you know, family means a lot to Zach. He said so. And you know, he had the. He has also a very deep past and dark past. So yeah, yeah. we'll see what happens with Zach. I, those hometowns are gonna a really big make or break for sure.
0: And I feel like Tasha's dad is also going to come into play sometime soon. Yeah, I don't know when. But I'm it's, really it's curious coming, to see what he coming. said
1: because he. I just remember how hard he went on Colton when Tasha was on The Bachelor. So yeah. I wonder how it's going to be when it's like reverse roles. I'm very interested to see what that leads to.
0: I definitely see Zach having a better conversation with Tasha's dad than Ben, just because Zach's a little older. Ben is a little awkward too. I ben, feel like he yeah. comes off as <laughs> a little awkward, a little you
1: know. So I, I don't know with a parent, especially like with her dad. Uh, yeah, it's, gonna 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 it's gonna be close. It's gonna be close. All right, so let's talk about another front runner, who's not really a front runner anymore, in my opinion. Let's talk about Ivan. Mm. So they had that electric date about two weeks ago, I believe. Yeah. It took the whole first hour of the show. Yeah. Ever since then, though, it's been a little bit quiet with her and Ivan. What are What are we thinking about Ivan right now?
0: I think Ivan's kind of like, in terms of like playoffs, he's like in the hunt. You know, like he's not in the playoffs or wild card really, but he's in the hunt to get mm. into like the top okay. three. You know. So, he's definitely not like a Noah or Ed status, but he's like up there with like Blake, I think. like I think he's a step up on Blake, but I think he's like in the hunt for it. You just got to, I think one more date that goes well will kind of push him up, but I don't think he'll ever catch up with Zach or, or Ben. I just, I don't, I don't think so.
1: Yeah, I mean, they opened up so much on that one-on-one date they were on. It was, everyone was just Ivan, Ivan, Ivan after yeah. that date, but you haven't really seen them talk. I think Ivan... You have him in, in the hunt i have him in there i think he's a lock to make hometowns i feel like he's done enough to get it to hometowns mm. i think ivan though some this funny feeling about me that hometowns are going to be his demise something about that i don't know his hometown either hometowns i mean if he makes it past hometowns it's fantasy sweet. but you kind of have him in the hunt i think he's a lock right now like if the rose okay. ceremony started right now where we're where we're left at in the in the show i think ivan gets a rose um he has been a little bit more quiet but they just have such a strong one-on-one date where I just don't think that shit gets, like, forgotten real
0: quick. That's true. That's true. We um, can't we can't totally forget about that and disregard it.
1: And then some of the last things we have here um, at the end, Bennett comes back. Dun-dun-dun-dun. Yeah, yeah. Shocking. I mean, such a dramatic man. He came back, said he's not okay with how things left off, that he has feelings for her. Taysha was left speechless, basically, and, you know, she said, like, that's what I always want. I always want someone to come step up, and he, like, stepped up. That's where we left off. After that, I don't know. I don't think she's going to bring Bennett back. I just, just you can't. I just feel like you can't. I, I hope
0: she doesn't. Cuz that I mean, house
1: is going to explode if he comes yeah. back. Anything that Noah has done is like minuscule compared to it's Bennett coming white. back and getting her. I just I don't think he's
0: going to stay, honestly. No, I think Tasha's going to totally disregard him not disregard him but like send him back home again and kind of really end things with him and he tell him he has
1: no social awareness and you know
0: you know he talks about social awareness a lot and that how noah's deficient in that three of the four categories and one of them <laughs> yeah. one of them, social awareness well like dude be socially aware you're, you're, you're home he's the master manipulator
1: bro like he comes oh, yeah. back and you he, when he was talking to her and you know pleading for forgiveness or whatever it was he sounded very convincing. He sounded very, you know, authentic. Yeah. He just uh, he comes psycho. off. Psycho. He's just yeah, very disingenuous very in my opinion. Uh, I don't think she's gonna bring him back. She also has a one-on-one with Blake coming up.
0: Will Blake lock in that fourth spot?
1: I don't think he will, dude. I know. I don't think he's gonna do enough. I um, mean, it's
0: Noah or Ed.
1: <laughs> I think it's four people. I think four people are the, yeah. So, uh, home so if we got
0: Zach, if we got Ben, and then Ivan, it's Oop.
1: it's gonna be Brendan, Noah. Oh, true.
0: We got forever, Brendan,
1: Brendan, Noah, Riley. Oh shit! And Riley, R- Riley really came and opened up about his uh, family and how he didn't like have his real name and everything in the yeah. lie detector test. And he was very emotional talking about his family. Riley really stepped up to the plate and really opened up uh, this past episode. I think it's four people though. I think four people go to the hometowns ever yeah, since I, totally, I can remember.
0: I totally forgot about Brendan and Riley. <laughs> yeah, so it's so okay. So it, it's between Brendan, Riley, and Blake. Maybe Noah. Yeah. And Ed's just, (sighs) I don't know.
1: That's a lot of people (laughs) just for one spot. I think it's four, dude. Maybe it might be five, but I'm pretty confident Hometowns is four. Four. So,
0: yeah, we'll see. We'll see.
1: That's going to be exciting. Next, tomorrow, we got a two parter. We got Monday and Tuesday. So, we're drafting for both.
0: We're strapped in. These teams are locked in. These teams are locked
1: in for two, uh, f- no, for four hours. Four, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Hopefully they don't go home
0: Whew. right off the bat. But I really don't want to eat that burger, man. <laughs> it's it's it What's the score again? You're at 262, and I'm at 181. Oh, I'm running away with it. The fat yeah, lady it, started it, warming it. up her
1: vocal cords. She's, she's already getting <laughs> through the first verse. I got to come up with <laughs> 80
0: points quick.
1: Let's go into some listener-submitted stories. So we decided to hear from you guys. You know, we love hearing from you guys, the listeners, and we feel like you guys should be in the show as much as possible. So
0: Yeah, this is our new segment called Would You Rather? And so what happened with this was we posted a question on our Instagram. And we had two topics, and the first one was tell us the biggest lie that you got away with, and the second was the worst date, story, or experience. And you guys voted for the biggest lie that you got away with. So that's what we're doing. And we asked for for, uh, for story submissions, and we got some pretty good ones. We had a lot of good <laughs> ones. It
1: was hard to choose uh, to eliminate some of these because you guys sent in some, some good-ass ones. We might yeah. get to them in some later episodes, honestly. Yeah, we might reveal the evergreen rest. content. Thank you very much for that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, you want to start us off with uh, the first story that came in?
1: Yes, I will start off with the first story. He said, he or she said, in college, I missed a chemistry exam because I was out partying the night before and overslept. Happens to the best of us. Three days later, I sent an email to my professor saying that my dad died and I was having a hard time coping. Dark. Jesus. (laughs) I even produced a death certificate that I made in Photoshop by finding a death certificate on Google and modifying it. God damn. Oh my God. We're using the creative suite already. (laughs) (laughs) The professor, believe me, Excuse me from the test I missed. I didn't have to retake it and let me miss two more classes to deal, quote, unquote, deal with my loss. This happened a few years ago. My dad is still very much alive and well. Yes, I know it was a shitty lie, but it made sense to me at the time. Quote, unquote, kill my dad or fail chemistry. I feel like I made the right choice.
0: <laughs> you know, I got to side with her on this one. I, I <laughs> My old roommate did this, too. Dude, (laughs) like if it's if you're on the brink of like having to retake a class or like you're so close to passing i don't blame you for doing this is it the right moral thing to do no but i mean are you gonna pass the class if you do yes (sighs) and i won't judge you too much on it but
1: i understand desperate times call for desperate measures and i've been in situations like this plenty of times you know where you know i need to get a certain grade on an assignment it's really big for a class I've never done the the fake death. I would just, oh, me neither. No. The karma, I feel that would be coming for me and the just the guilt while like, just imagine looking on your computer at a death certificate with your fucking dad's name on it and he's like downstairs. I don't know. There's <laughs> just something very dark about There's that.
0: There's definitely bad luck coming this person's way. It might have already happened, but that's definitely like a karma thing for sure. I know.
1: I mean, <laughs> shit i mean i just don't know how you can look at that death certificate and just like you know you're editing and photoshopping you put it your dad's there. name in there yeah, his oh, birthday God. and shit like the date of death Ooh, i don't know i mean you got to do what you got to do um i'm hoping karma doesn't come back to bite you
0: that's a yeah praying thing. for you on that one thank you for your submission feel like you Great made the right story. choice i
1: mean as long as you're doing well now, right? I guess yeah, exactly. it came out well. Exactly. Um, but thank you for the submission. This was—I laughed at this one a lot. I was like, "Damn!" Like Photoshop. Once Photoshop gets involved, like shit's serious.
0: Like you're getting pretty into it. Like pretty like thought out. Oh, and like yeah. you got a pretty big once lie. You're, once
1: you're paying for apps to you know come up with your excuses in school, like you're in the big leagues now. You're, you're in. You're you're a not, pro. It's not rookie ball anymore. We just ask for the answers to the homework. We're no, we're, we're fake using, like we're, a doctor's note. We're paying for programs to, to generate our excuses. <laughs> oh, I no. love the internet
0: great submission great. Submission. All right. Give us the next one All right, so the next one has a little bit of a backstory to it um, This happened about 10 years ago This person says and that's when there was no tinder instagram snapchat or really social media besides myspace and facebook a cold world cold cold world <laughs> And so this story happens when this guy is a junior in high school and he goes to a concert and he meets a girl and he told the girl that he was in college because she was in college nice and so they met at the concert and this was his story he said that she lived two hours away but in a town that he had family in so they would hang out and smash a few times over a month or so with uh, either him going to visit his family quote unquote or her coming on weekends his parents were out of town so eventually she comes over on like a thursday night he says to visit her friends in the area but she wanted to hang out with him first and he said it was kind of risky because his parents were home but he figured he could sneak her in that's never a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> and that they would go to work while she was uh, sneaking back out. Ooh. So he leaves for school, assuming she's going to get her uh, shit and, and leave. You know, she's already snuck in at this point. And so he's assuming that once he leaves the school, she's just going to leave. Well, that didn't really happen. No, she, she, had, she had different <laughs> plans. <laughs> she took a shower. She stayed, showered uh, before she left. And this dude was at school, uh, ditched class, I guess, to uh, smoke with, uh, with his friends and so damn i know this guy's this person's for sure white bro
1: (laughs) (laughs) there's there's no way that shit's happening in immigrant households no no
0: not at all but um (laughs) so what happened was this girl's in the shower she walks out and his mom who was still there or no sorry his mom who came home for lunch that day to pick up lunch because she forgot her lunch sees this girl coming out of the shower so his plan would have worked if his mom didn't forget his lunch by the way her lunch and so she sees this girl come out of the shower and she doesn't say anything. She grabs her lunch and leaves and immediately calls her son. <laughs> and he, <laughs> he just said, oh, that's just one of my friends. Uh, she was picking up one of our projects for school and his, his mom didn't really question it. She was just like, okay. And he got off the phone. Wow. So <laughs> a whole school day later, his mom comes home and, and yells at him for, for two hours. Yeah. So the mom never brings it up again after yelling at him that day after school and so i guess he got away with it the lie was just that she was a friend from school who was picking up a project uh, uh-uh, dude, getting out of the shower for sure white people bro like
1: Yeah, parents that did not want to deal with like that situation at all if that should happen to me one my mom would freak the fuck out like she would scream in the house thinks like a robber or something she'd
0: probably yeah
1: and then she'd call me once that situation gets sorted out and then i'm gonna be getting yelled at i don't like, you snuck someone into our fucking house blah, blah, and then it would not go as easy as it went for this guy yeah, this right here. This person's
0: definitely, definitely white, like you I'm said. Not of <laughs> immigrant descent. I'm not of immigrant descent. There we go. That's better. <laughs> like, what, what would your mom do, bro? Like, oh, she would probably beat the crap out of the girl coming out of the shower, <laughs> and and then call me with like her hair in her hand, like yanking and dragging her around. Like, who the who the hell is this girl? Like, why is she in my house coming out of your shower? And I w- it would not go well. I'd probably be grounded for the rest of my life.
1: Yeah, same, dude. Like, I'm definitely going to an all-boys school after this. There's no way in hell that yeah. I'm going to school with females once this situation occurs.
0: I mean, bro, props to you for, for getting out of it. I mean, he was a junior in high school. This girl was in college. So, I mean, yeah, props to you. I guess you met her at a I concert. I mean, and-
1: also, there's a timeout. There's a felony going on right now, too. Like... <laughs> or- <laughs> i think we're living out a very key this guy's in high school and she's in college oh
0: she's yep. oh god that wasn't a good look so <laughs> thank god that you sent this in anonymously so we don't know who you are so we don't have to
1: report this <laughs> we crime don't. that occurred yeah. however long ago dude the fact that mom what would happen if dad uh caught her instead of instead of mom
0: i think he, it would have been even better Better in like better, if the dad like, would whoa, just like hey. forget about her, you know, like non immigrant dads would just be like, Oh, yeah, good. I feel like most
1: it. dads would just be like, Dude, nice,
0: but like, don't do it again.
1: You're lucky your mom wasn't there, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so it'd
0: be better if it was a dad, but the fact that it was a mom, she disciplined him a little bit, I guess, and yelled at him. But like, that's as far as it ever went. It was yeah. like an after school yelling sesh. You, you got off light,
1: bro. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> I, got I would light. not be getting off that lightly. <laughs> all right, last story we have um, this one i really like this one this one's fucking funny so this one is about a a submitter he said a listener he said uh in middle school he or she said in middle school i used to steal quarters from my dad's chain box and go buck wild on the snack bar at school back when we had snack bars at school bro i do not blame you
0: buck wild oh yeah (laughs) he
1: goes uh he or she goes i always had candy wrappers doritos bags and wrapper and bags in my pockets when my mom did the laundry when she confronted me about it, I said I couldn't stand litter and picked it all up. Fantastic lie. Uh, she believed it and to this day still tells every girlfriend I bring home what a thoughtful, environmentally conscious little boy I was. I don't have the heart to tell her I was just a fat kid and a thief. <laughs> also thought it was funny that my mom was basically telling my exes that I bring home trash. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that last line just sums everything up so She's well. so funny,
1: bro. It was- it's such a well crafted lie that like you're getting you're getting brownie points within the community. Yeah. Now this is on, on on the contrary to the other story we just read, this is for sure an immigrant household like Oh yeah. Stealing story. change.
0: This is like the the like the furthest I would ever go is ceiling change to buy candy that my parents <laughs> wouldn't buy for me at like Walmart or like grocery shopping. That is so funny. <laughs> Dad, can I have a Rhesus? No. And then you like steal change to go buy it at school. <laughs> I
1: know. This clearly clever, but that's just so funny how like you lied about the trash. Like the way I look at it too is like, do you ever have a like when your mom's like talking on the phone with like her girlfriends, does she ever like try to brag about you, like over exaggerate certain oh, things? Yeah.
0: Like overly like build me up. Yeah, yeah. yeah like what are yeah. what are
1: some like things she would say like that she would like build up?
0: I remember when I was in high school, like, she would come and watch my soccer games, and she was like, oh, he played so well, like, he dribbled, like, the entire team and scored the goal. In reality, I just tapped the ball in, you know, and she would just build up these crazy, or, like, in school, if I did well on a test, I got, like, an 89, she'd be like, oh, yeah, he got, like, a 95, you know, he did really well on his test. Yeah. Just random, like, little exaggerated Build up lies, stretching, right the, stretching truth. the truth a little yeah, bit. I mean, it's yeah. not necessarily a
1: lie. You're just you know stretching it a bit. Yeah,
0: I mean, I did score a goal. Did I dribble through the entire team? No, <laughs> did I tap it in. Hell yeah! yeah.
1: <laughs> no, I totally feel that, bro. Like I go the same exact stuff, and it's so funny too because I would like hear my mom on the phone, and like I'm upstairs, and I just hear like you know stretching the truth a bit in my head. I'm like, that's just so funny how like <laughs> <laughs> that's just the thing within like immigrant, immigrant friends, yeah. Yeah. yeah, immigrant yeah. parents specifically, just always propping up their kid. I'm an only child too, so. Uh, I mean for me, it's 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 a life-or-death game. Honestly, <laughs> I'm, I'm the only one in the family like so All the pressure on me and the reports go from my mom to a group of friends. So i not be fucking up. Yeah, this podcast better take off <laughs>
0: <laughs> Oh shit, I'm scared now. Okay, <laughs> but this
1: story like we said great fucking story man like that is an awesome lie um, just, to, just to turn that to this day to still be like oh environmentally conscious kid like that's that's good. That's
0: that's golden, and the fact that your mom tells that to every single one yeah, of your you just your got actions. like funny and rappers in your
1: fucking pockets, <laughs> and your mom thinks you're just, just uh, picking up trash and you know, he's such an environmentally <laughs> conscious little boy. So I love this segment. Actually, you guys had some awesome ass stories. Um, we're gonna do this again for sure. Uh, so be on the lookout on our Instagram. Look for the poll. Give us your best stories. Like we said, we enjoyed reading all of these. And if we didn't get to it, we might even bring it up in a future episode because you guys had some solid, solid stories. We definitely want you guys
0: to be more involved. So hell yeah. Hopefully so you guys enjoyed this one. Let thank us you know guys you
1: did. so much again. Hell yeah. Uh, let's go into top bands. <laughs> still not good i'm just oh, laughing my ass off because we said we were gonna cut this the sound like on our soundboard goes for like 15 10 15 seconds and i told the d like oh we're gonna we got to cut that and like i love it it's been like three weeks and we still haven't cut this i mean it's gonna sound cut in uh it, when you're when, when you're listening, listening, listening to, to this to podcast it, yeah. but no oh, dude this shit goes for like 10 seconds like way too long and we just
0: sit here kind of like i'm like dancing kind of just like staring at me <laughs> And we always cut it in post, and so it sounds shorter than what it actually is. We actually
1: should do that this week, bro. I don't know if I can take that 10-second yeah. awkward <laughs> little I mean, break. dancing. Yeah, like I don't know if I can do that for another week. Um, why don't you tell us what the top pants story is this week?
0: <laughs> so our top band story for this week is breakdancing. Ooh. Yeah, and breakdancing actually officially became an Olympic sport starting 2024. So next Olympics, we're wow. going to see breakdancing. And how it works is there is a boys and girls section and there's gonna be 16 boys and 16 girls that compete one-on-one within their own genders until there's i guess like a silver bronze and gold like a top three and it's gonna be judges so the judges score each round or each battle dance battle between the the people competing and they're scored on that and so that's how it's gonna work it's not your traditional you know points or like a race but judges based on scoring on various topics
1: Wow. So, so you think you can dance became an Olympic sport then finally.
0: Hey, I'm all here for it. I I (laughs) love that show. You know, I love, I love dancing and stuff that I can't do. I definitely appreciate dancing because I suck at it.
1: No, definitely. Dancing is 100% an Olympic sport. I don't think, I mean, there's certain people that probably are going to be like mad about it. There's always people mad about a lot of things. Um, I think it's a good, I think that that measures like good, like athleticism. It takes you, you have, it takes a lot of endurance to be a dancer.
0: So much endurance, so much practice and time. It's like people dedicate their entire lives to be like a basketball star or a football star or a soccer star. Dancers do the same thing. They dedicate their entire lives on various dance uh, types, you know, like ballet, break dancing, hip hop, contemporary. Like there's so many out there that people just have, like mastered their entire lives. And so I think it's definitely an Olympic sport also. Especially break dancing, man. Like, oh Yeah.
1: Like, the really good breakdancers, that shit is just impressive. They're basically flying.
0: <laughs> Literally spinning on their heads. Like, I don't know how they do it.
1: Yeah. So, what other Olympic sports uh, are going to be? Because I don't think it's just... Uh, it's not just breakdancing. There's some there's a couple other sports that are going to be introduced.
0: No, so, actually, Tokyo 2020 was supposed to debut skateboarding, sport climbing, and surfing. Wow. So, those all will also be added in the 2024 Olympics. Oh, so which they're not doing it, awesome. this
1: upcoming one?
0: No, I don't, I don't think so. They might be if they... Just if they find a date for the 2020 I think it's Olympics. it's tough. Just like with everything going on. Exactly. And, uh, I I think in twenty twenty four or the next Olympics, those four will definitely be included. Whenever it happens, the next Olympics will will hold all four of those. Dude, there's
1: got to be some like Olympic purist like writers out there who are just so butthurt about this.
0: Dude, yeah. Okay, so there's this Australian squash player, and she goes all like uh, squash, squash. Oh, I, my God. I think she okay. The article I read was said that she was uh, Michelle Martin. That's her name. So that she was an Australian squash legend. And so she's probably, like, super old school. Kind and like kind of a big deal. Kind of a big deal. <laughs> and she was kind of salty because, like, squash isn't an, an Olympic sport. And she said that the Olympics was all about a score or, like, a race and that there's always a definitive answer. So bringing in judges to, like, score athletes competing is, like, going to result in, like, corruption and, like, make things out of control. And she just doesn't get it. So very old way of thinking, I think. I think bringing in... This kind of judging and ruling and, and system isn't the worst thing because it's entertainment. You know, as viewers, it's going to bring in more and more viewers, just adding sports and adding different cultures to the to the uh, Olympics. It's just going to bring up viewership, and I think that's that's awesome for the Olympics.
1: Yeah, like the Winter Games, they uh, introduced uh, like snowboard cross, which is more like a freestyle type snowboarding event with like tricks and stuff. Um, yeah. I think with the uh, the Summer Olympics, they're also bringing. Um, what other what else are they bringing in can't bring it top of my mind but like all these sports are introducing i'm a big fan of them like it makes the olympics more exciting um but i do get a little worried that soon they're gonna be like too many events and so that had me thinking what are like some events that you'd like to see in the olympics that aren't events yet but you know if we keep going down this track, we're probably going to be uh, naming some pretty ridiculous events.
0: Yeah, actually, that's an interesting topic. I mean, the only t- <laughs> the first one that comes to mind is beard dye. <laughs>
1: that's a good one. Yeah, I would love and like playing, a playing beard it properly eye to be though. Olympic sport,
0: you know, like playing it properly, like with, with drinks and everything. drinks every like four or like drink and a half or finish or shotgunning every time you get sunk or something or like nude laps, like actual rules,
1: <laughs> <laughs> nude laps of the Olympics.
0: <laughs> okay, maybe not <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, <but>, sure, <laughs> <laughs> but like. Actual rules And playing it properly Like I would Definitely love to see Beer die in the No I
1: think that it, it, it takes a buddhism For sure too Anticipating bounces You gotta dive so, Hey we're, we're athletes
0: Playing beer die Once here.
1: you drink too Bring a whole <laughs> different Element to the game Like tournaments Were rough Like oh, we yeah. did We had like house tournaments Back in the day and once you got to, like, the semifinals and finals, you know, I usually got there, you know, because I was one of the better players. But um, my par- you'd be struggling, like, in the middle of the game. Like, you definitely feared. I had a partners, like, throw up in the finals before because <laughs> like, you've just been drinking so much beer for so long.
0: <laughs> no, there's just a point when, when I play where I just, I don't even see the die anymore. The dice, like, when it bounces, it's like, if it's not in my vicinity and if I move, I know I'm going to fall. Like, I just don't go for it because there's no way I'm going to grab it.
1: I miss Beard Eye, dude. That's, like, probably the one of the biggest things I miss from college. Oh, I I, know. I loved playing Beard Eye. I just, dude, we would play in between classes. It's, it, was such a, <laughs> it was such a beautiful game. Like, you can be social while playing it. You got music playing. Music blasting. At the same time, it's, like, a very competitive game. I don't know, dude. Beard Eye is just the most beautiful drinking game of all time. And people who don't like Beard Eye or, like, don't understand it are the worst people. I'm sorry. People who <laughs> like shit on Beard Eye are the worst.
0: <laughs> it just brings like, you could have beef between two houses and just throw an event where you play like a Beard Eye tournament and it'll just bring those two houses together. Or just like two groups together that don't like each other.
1: I I just love Beard Eye. Yeah. I always go to my homies' houses, like different yeah. houses. Everyone will be playing it. And I'm, I think it's still like a wave over at Greek Life. I don't know anymore, but... I just remember those are the best days just playing beard eye in the middle of the day or like on a Friday, Friday Or oh, when yeah. you got back from your last class and you know, the table's hot and people are playing Oh, oh yeah. man, just the best times were with beard eye All right An event for me that I think would be pretty fun to watch down the line Maybe in around the 2066 olympics or so I say Viscoing. What is Viscoing? Explain that one So, you know the app Visco where you can edit photos, whatever A lot of people use it. They don't just use Instagram to edit their photos. You know, a whole different other app. Visco. hear me out. Okay. Basically, what's going to happen is you're going to have different events. You know, just like in swimming or just like in running, you know, you have like your 50 meter, 100 meter, 200 meter, you know, some short distance to long distance. Okay. The idea of viscoing is you have no idea what the stock image is going to be. It's going to be a stock image. It could be whatever. The goal of it. Is to get that image in Visco, and depending what event you're in. So if you're in the one minute event, you have one minute to make the photo look uh, as good as I possible. See, I see. Okay. You can be in the five minute event. You have five minutes. You know, like medium, or you can be in like the one hour. You know, you have one hour to really put some time and effort into Viscoing this photo. And I feel like this would be a very competitive event in the Olympics. Girls are all over this shit. Some guys too.
0: I've never used Visco, so I don't know. Is it possible to spend one hour editing a Visco picture? i've i've you've seen it i mean i
1: have dated women in the past and yes i have seen it
0: Holy crap. they
1: like no dude like car rides like the whole car ride back from somewhere we go it's on
0: visco are they just doing like every possible combination oh
1: yeah multiple photos um different crops different filters saturation sharpness little bright literally name and times like two you can do so much more in visco
0: i would never even think of like different crops or like different just like combinations. That would
1: be a fun event, though, right? Like you just get a stock image, whatever it is. And it, I think mean, it takes some effort. And you go, how fast are your fingers? You gotta have fast fingers. True, yeah. That's right. Oh, you do this all on like your phone or like a yeah, tablet? All on
0: your phone. On your phone. Oh, shit. Okay. So, wow. <laughs> all right.
1: That, I feel like that would be a great event. Just stock image, whatever it is, you know. You can uh, fuck around Visco. You can maybe throw it in a Photoshop if you have enough time.
0: I would definitely watch that just because I've never used Visco and I suck at editing my pictures because I, I just use. The generics. You'd be impressed, bro. Some of your best friends,
1: and usually the girls, because they're the ones who have the best aesthetics. Like most of my friends,
0: at least. Yeah, I mean, I've had my sister because, like, I don't know how to really edit, so my sister uses like Snapseed or like Visco, and like I've asked her to edit some photos before, and she'll do it in like 20 minutes, and like it'll look brilliant. And so, yeah, I would definitely watch that just to learn, like exactly. just just to learn, and it's entertaining because if there's four people going against each other in like a minute. That's entertaining right there
1: And then I have one more idea Um, It's called fuckboying And so (laughs) fuckboying is an event where It's it's, it's within the name really So basically what you have is you have one night Like a 12 hour window Let's say like 9pm to 9am And basically The whole point of this event is You have to text as many girls as possible To like come over that's the that's the basic gist of the event and you know you can have like negative points like for i don't know like kind of how we do fantasy bachelor and fantasy bachelorette i feel like certain things that are said are certain like like they should create like a spreadsheet of like rules beforehand that they both agree on and every single matchup is different you know they have to they have to have their hookup or say or that girl say something else or you know even reverse generals here fuck girling
0: fuck girling yeah yeah so
1: i mean you can both have ways. yeah of course this is gonna go both ways without a doubt
0: i think all you have to do here is just put a camera inside the dorms of the athletes i'm pretty sure all this already goes on and behind the scenes i mean <laughs> in the just, olympic just village a, yeah just in the olympic village just take a camera have athletes sign up they can be a dual athlete this way you know and just have them sign up and if they're down they can compete but I'm sure either way, whether this is an Olympic sport or not, it definitely are. Bro, happens. how
1: about each nation sends, like, three secret athletes, like, under, like, different, like, teams and <laughs> shit. And, like, based off that, like, they have to, like, when their time frame comes, you know, they have a certain set of rules. Like, and if each one's different, that's how you keep it interesting, bro. I think, fuck boying, fuck girling, whatever you want it to be, this would be. A fantastic event Just to see I mean Even if it's not an Olympics uh, Event I think we just gave Fox, CBS, MTV, VH1 The next greatest TV show
0: I think so too <laughs> You give them a
1: set of rules bro And like they have The guy or the girl Has to get like The people coming over
0: To say those things oh and like shit. negative positive points kind
1: of like how we do fantasy bachelor bachelorette
0: if this podcast doesn't work out i think we can just start our own show i mean i'm station. already
1: in the i can pitch this idea up to the executives over at nbc bro they're probably gonna <laughs> steal it from me and not give me credit but that's what i mean they are <laughs> the
0: world, the I know, so we
1: should world. really we should really coin this in before it's too late we can know, make some we money put off like it.
0: a copyright on it or something <laughs> all right
1: well anyways yeah so we'll keep you updated on that crazy idea thank you guys for listening we had a lot of fun thank you for your submissions thank you Pintoja if I'm missing other thank yous we miss thank yous every week
0: so oh I know thank you to uh, Gianni my roommate Gianni and our homie Janeth and thank you Pantoha, for your subscriptions we really really appreciate every single one of you every like comment follow you do on social media like we are just beyond like we can't even fathom it because we would never expect our podcast to to blow up this much and we're so glad that everybody enjoys the content
1: yes I agree Thank you again. Uh, We'll see you back here next Wednesday. Have a good one,
0: guys. Adios.